Hey, what's going on, y'all? We got this new segment for y'all we think y'all gonna love. It's gonna be called Shooter Shoot. And it's gonna be the opportunity for our local, single, and professional individuals to come onto the black card, advertise their dopeness, and let people know that their DMs are wide open. So when you see somebody you like or you hear something you like, all you gotta do is drop a bread emoji in their DMs, in the comments, post a picture of bread and tag them in it the more you emphasize the bread that means the stronger you like that person so y'all stay tuned we hope you enjoy it we enjoy doing it and i'll see y'all later preachers at the church like to say we ain't gonna take long, but we're going to take our time. We'll talk about all the TV, movies, and music that define our everyday blackness. Welcome to the Black Card Podcast. What's going on, everybody? This your boy, Bird. Oh, I'm April D. <laughs> I don't even remember how to do this. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait. We're like episode 48. No, we're definitely at like this has to be at least fifty. I think we had also like forty. Goddamn forty cell. No, because forty eight's here already. Hold on, let me turn the volume down so we don't start playing it. I bet we had like. Why don't we know this? We have, I don't know. We had forty eight. Cause the last episode was Jalen's shooter shoot, and shout out to all y'all that checked out shooter shoot. Uh, which one we on? I'm trying to search it. Okay, there we go. Um, so Salomon Bites was 49. <laughs> oh, shit. check us out. Look, this at really is 50. Yeah, we have 50. Shy men don't never believe you when you say something. <laughs> you gotta go prove it. My goodness. Uh, well, shout out to us for being on uh, episode 50. Y'all thought we wouldn't make it. Actually, I thought we wouldn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he'd be like, uh oh, bird. Look, man, let's say, I'll, hey. Man, we just gonna talk to y'all for a second, man. Hey, doing this is actually harder than y'all think. Like, do you know, like, okay, me and Dub were talking about this earlier. We were, um, you know, she was discussing, like, you know, how it's kind of weird, like, kind of today, like, people kind of give themselves titles and run with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody else on another platform said, like, the term chef. Like, oh, yeah. Everybody, like, what is the barrier to entry to being a chef? You know, having a kitchen. That's what it sounds like. An Instagram page. So, I told her this. This is just my opinion. I feel like we are content creators. Yeah. Like from you know, Black Card and especially you with OA Mm -hmm. official adulting is like, I now give me your opinion and I'll just tell you how I deem somebody as a content creator. If somebody build something strictly for others enjoyment like where they you know put time and effort in entertaining others you are a content creator because there are people that like to use the term content creator and be like nah man you just on instagram using it just like everybody else you just posting pictures doesn't make you a content creator right so like how do you like define a content creator or somebody like somebody was to tell you there was a content creator like what goes to your mind um that's funny because i never really thought about that mm-hmm. but i do i agree with you it's it's somebody who creates content for the 
uh, I guess I want to say the consumption of others. Mm. And that junk is hard because yeah. I almost think of like content creators as like creatives, right? And that's like a form of art. Mm. And you kind of put yourself out there for other people. And it feels like a second job. Right. And like, it's nothing like, I mean, like, of course, everybody's content is not for everybody, but it's nothing like when you like put your heart and soul into something and it's like, it's not received well or something right. like that. It's just, <laughs> well, I'm just doing this for me, but it's like, no, nah. <laughs> it's not just for me. Cause I would just keep it in. Cause I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, so like we used to tell the listeners, the numbers where we stopped or whatever. And you know, things happen, whatever. But when the numbers take like a significant dip and it's kind of seems like for no reason, I immediately try to look at like what changed, what happened, what is like try to go into like analytics mode of like what do we need to do, what you know topics do we need to cover or whatever to try to get that back. And then kind of on the back end, I realized like mm, fuck it. So the funny thing about officially adulting, right? So one day I came home and I had just went to the store, I bought some noodles. I was like, I'm just going to record myself putting these noodles in this in this little um, clear thing, the little organizer. Yeah. That probably had more views than anything on my page. I said, not me spending real time creating content, and this is what, like, just blows up. <laughs> this is what y'all want to see? But noodles was the thing. Right, I was just like, hmm. But then I really, when that happened, I was just like, I think a lot of times we make stuff hard, and mm. I think people just like relatable things right. like um i've been in this challenge and it's like post a reel every day mm-hmm. which is hard because coming up with something to post about every day is like and then video content oh man I, Liz, i'm i'm glad i really ain't in the video sphere even though we're like kind of creeping into it mm-hmm. like that downloaded with the adobe or whatever that shit was like editing editing is hard it is it is and like it's funny, like, even with the real thing, right? So, like, coming up with something to post. So, yesterday, I posted about, in 2017, I tried to start a book club. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Talk was, to me. So, me and one of my friends, we laugh about this every time it come up. So, end of the year came. I was, like, really into reading and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, I post on Facebook. I was like, I really want to start a book club, blah, blah, blah. Let me know if you're interested. So, I started a book club Facebook group. Mm-hmm. It's called Mastermind Book Club. We're going to read books to grow and just, you know, bounce ideas off each other. That Facebook group was 36 people strong. I thought I was really doing something. I said, ooh, 36 people? Uh-huh. So, you know, I'm posting in the group. I'm trying to encourage people, like, make sure you get your book. You can get it at these links. <laughs> I sent out the RSVP thing, and I'm like, I don't like, I'm like stressed because I'm like, where am I going to put 36 people? Like, I, at this time, I was staying in my apartment. I was like, I don't like, I guess I could rent out somewhere, but but I was, I don't want to pay. Um, six people RSVP. So uh-huh. I was like, okay. And then the six people, I kind of knew them. So I was like, they can just come to my apartment. Yeah. I can host that in. So the week before uh, the book club or book review, whatever, I was TDY and or on travel. And so I'm like trying to like hurry up and finish the book and get everything lined up. Nobody came. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, little kids that just be sitting on the corner waiting for everybody to come to their party. Nobody came. You kept it. You got decorations. I you, had. You got snacks. Did you see the reel? I had. I put. I put streamers on my wall and it said book club. I had wine. I had wings. I had dip. Like I spent good money on that, and I was just kind of uh, like, 
never again. <laughs> like, it's funny now because I'm just like, so somebody tweeted me one day where they were like, April, you should do a book club. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Been there, I, done that. I will not. Like, I will not. But I just was so tickled by it because it's like now, you know, I got officially adulting. It's uh, like, it was funny because I was like, I forgot I had even done that. So it was like, I was trying to build that community and now I have it. Right. I mean, and I think things are different now a little bit to like swing social media because okay like so like the march fatness thing right mm-hmm. so bruh, okay so y'all um i started a fitness challenge and i kind of shot myself in the foot because i started on march 7th which was the day before my birthday yeah i was like why did he pick march this is a bad month terrible month terrible month so all i did was just post it in the story like hey we got this challenge all you need is an apple watch and i'm gonna see the link for the challenge whatever and I think the difference was that there's a $25 buy-in for it. Y'all, when I tell y'all, this shit blew up so fast. Like, we're at, like, 28. Yes, but there's 27 people in there, right? I think. Jerry fell out because he broke his toe. Yes. So, in the gym. That's the crazy part, I, too. I remember the tweets. I'm like, so are you okay? <laughs> right. Hey, look, you and Kim, when he first said, like, oh, so did, like, okay, y'all. When, so the app it gives you like a real time account of the points in your ranking. So people are like obsessively watching the standing, and he was like in the like the top five. Mm-hmm. When he tweeted that he had hurt his foot, the first three tweets <laughs> under it were all about like, yeah, my, I'm sorry to hear that now, but. You still working out? You still in it? Right. <laughs> so well, what's gonna happen? Like, so the funny thing is that same day. Um, the trainer Dre. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he broke his watch, bro. And so it was two people out the top five that fell out. I was like, "Hey, this is what we needed, baby." But then I, my birthday came up, and I was like, uh, "June." Man, listen. So it's you know, and it's like thirty people or whatever was in mm-hmm. it. So many people have like hit me up directly and said, "Hey, man, I appreciate this. Like, I don't know what it is, but this got me like." going like i'm obsessively going on trying to keep up with it other people saying like hey you need to do it again i'm trying to get back with it whatever and you know and i can tell like you know everybody was already working out the intensity level of the ones in like those those little top seven eight spots Mm -hmm. everybody going just a little bit harder a little more consistently but it's like all thanks to social media now is like you can get people of like I just want y'all to say know that Bird's in top seven spots. Why is Bird number seven? He had to make sure he included. He couldn't say five. <laughs> I just looked at. I said, "He is so." Hey, hey, hey! Listen, listen. <laughs> just wow. in case they wanted to look, you know. Wow. They not let me in the top six. They ain't let me at all. But mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So I think it's easier for. It's, I think it's easier today mm-hmm. to find like-minded people, and I, I feel like people are actually more willing to indulge in things like if you was to start a book club now yeah, i think i think it would be very different now i'm right. just like and also i learned my lesson in like putting my money towards it like i would find ways to make it very much not be my pocket like maybe go to a restaurant instead of hosting mm-hmm. it in my house you know where you pay for your own food yeah so that way nobody show up i'm just gonna drink my food i'm gonna drink my drink and this is what okay because i'm a you know something that i couldn't understand at first, but I understand now. Like, you remember when Foo used to have those conversation parties, mm-hmm. right? I could not initially 
understand, wrap my mind around. Like when he was first pitching and going, I like, I like, what are you like? What's the event like? What are you doing? It's like, hey man, it's conversation party. You no know, folks talking. We'll do. I like. So you're trying to tell me that people are going to pay to come here and talk, and that's it. And it wasn't until I went to like probably like the second one that I was like, oh, I I get it now. And that was like still, and it kind of, one thing it did help me realize, it's almost like the angels in the outfit. Like if you build it, they will come. Yeah. Like a lot of people, I feel like just want somebody else to organize. I have noticed that. So for officially adulting, I get like requests or people like people are always giving me ideas on things that I should do, events I should have. And I'm just like the bandwidth right now. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I'll buy a ticket. I'll be like, that's one person. <laughs> that is one person. All is just one. There's and one. I also work a full time job. I I attempt to have some type of like social life, and because that's the weird part, right? So like I don't think that even with the podcast, like we this started off as a conversation on Twitter, mm -hmm. and I didn't like I thought I was just gonna be like a this come on the <laughs> mic one time. Bird Bird been tricking me from since day one. He's on in. Come on like, in. Oh yeah, just come. You can be featured, and then one next thing you know, fifty episodes later. <laughs> I'm still here. See, because now you need to, got a little bit of responsibility in it. So you got a little skin in the game. Because mm. folks going to be asking you like, hey, when the next podcast? Be, and people do. And I'm like, Ooh. I'm sorry. And usually when we don't be recording, it be me, y'all. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I'll be like, look, because schedule be filling up. Yeah. But it's just like it almost becomes a job, right? So right. you got this. And then like it's like other extracurricular activities. And then like trying to keep up with the officially adult and stuff. Because as so content creator, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a, I feel like, okay, you have your creator side and you have your consumer side. Mm. Sometimes you have, when other creatives consume your content, mm. it's like very encouraging. But then like on the consumer side, some people are just like, oh, you, like you're not consistent with your stuff. So I'm not going to, and I'm just like, who is paying? Right. Like the funny thing is you can get paid for being a content creator. Like people brands see you and they like they see your um insights and stuff like that or analytics, whatever it is, and they're like, Oh, well, you know, we'll pay you this much because people listen to you. But the people that don't have no money in the game got the most to say. You know, cause check this out. I have two feelings about that exact same statement. One is 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 uh, how the term I want to use. You signed up for it? No. Okay. So, for, well, let, let me tell like this. You know, like, there was a point in time where everybody was saying, like, oh, I should have a podcast. I should be on a podcast. Like, it's actually, like, any, every, housing a podcast is absolutely free. It, it And it, once you really take five minutes to research what to do, like, it's pretty whatever. So now in my mind, I actually was like, you're really kind of scared to do it. That's what it really is. It's like you got a whole bunch of good takes and you, you big big boy, whatever when it's just us talking. But if I was to put a mic in your face, you and tell you to do this every week, you'll be intimidated mm -hmm. by it. So I kinda also like applaud us like, bro, we be out here doing stuff that people think they can do because they see like they're all this it's criticism from right. the outside. It's mm -hmm. like so that's one thing. And the second thing I think, like, you know, there's a whole push of like Take the mics from the men and like men with the podcast. Be fun podcasts. <laughs> it's funny and I get it, but also at the same time, I also look at it as 
Now, don't get me wrong. Some of them situations, like them, them niggas, uh, the whack niggas that we were talking about the weather, mm-hmm. like they said they don't like black women. Now, fuck them. But there's other like smaller podcasts or whatever, and they kind of, you know, whatever. I like man, some of these guys. They're really just trying to make it. Like they're trying to find their their way or whatever. And I kind of hate like the discouragement of it because it's like. Then what? You know what I'm saying? And you, that does suck, though, when you think about it. Like, there are so many po- – like, if you go out to the podcast app, there's so many podcasts, and it's just like everybody's – like, because you're a man or because you see a group of men, it's just like, oh, no. But you know what, though? The people that be having all that audacity to say that wild stuff, those are the people that go viral. Those are the mm-hmm. people that get seen. And the yeah. people that really are – I mean, I'm sure there's great podcasts out there, but we don't hear about them. Right, because it's like – was reaching for the outlandish out of hot take because like my man that went viral recently about <laughs> the dude that said if a woman got all this there's no room for a man because she's already complete oh my God. Well, was, like the gist of what he said was that you know if a woman has has her own money i'll you know get what does she need me for exactly he said what does she need me for and I was like, if that ain't just the lamest shit ever. And I know he thought he was going to eat in the moment. And I know he thought he was trying to be, you know, high-minded. Like, I got one here. And boy, went super viral for all the wrong reasons. No man in the history of mandom has ever said that. Ever. Ever? Ever. Bird. No man. You are a, as a black man. <laughs> You are just one. That is really a thought amongst like people. I'm now, not saying no, that they no, okay. No, not his, not his exact though. thought. Okay, okay. Because okay. now I will give you this because what you I know we're about to head. Mm-hmm. You're about to head now. There is intimidation with women making money and being powerful. No, that is a thing. Okay. Like I'm not going to discredit that. I'm talking. No man has ever thought. Oh, she has everything together. She does. I'm devalued because there's nothing I can do for her. Let me back because every legitimate, like every decent man, at the end of the day, got sex. Like she can't buy that. So like literally, it's like it makes you actually a lot easier on your life. It's like, damn, all I gotta do is have sex with her and listen to her and just do like the easy stuff. Like I ain't got you trying to tell me I don't have to. My money is extra. You trying to tell me that she has her savings, her car together, so I don't have to work on no car. I don't have to do anything extra than just be a partner it's Hell, always, that's a man's dream it's wild to me when i um i've met people where they like i've actually had somebody tell me like you know i don't know where i fit in you could just leave at any time because i didn't need them to like help me pay my rent and stuff like that and i'm mm. like no wait a minute <laughs> hmm? look you, like, you about should have been like now I can I can save some of my rent money now. If yeah. You wanna, if you want to if you want to if you want to force your way in now. Right, but I just was like, I, but you know, you live in your own world. Yeah. So I had never I didn't know that to be a thing. Like I'm like, wait. My opinion about people like that that means that all they have is money. Like that's how they value themselves. Mm-hmm. Not it, it's they position it as a statement towards women, as in oh you've done so much you don't have any room for me. No, you don't see any value in yourself other than money. Mm. Like I, cause that I don't understand that. I don't understand that because I look at relationships as a person to person situation. Like I've seen P 
people, not even just people, like just relationship. I've seen people lose their job. That had nothing to do with their performance, anything, whatever, cutbacks, whatever. Uh, when Chrysler shut, oh, well, maybe it's, it's the personal part of the story. When the Chrysler plant here shut down, I had one family member kind of lose his job in situations because they were could have been transferred out to other clusters and other cities. So he kind of took his package and was like going to find another job. So he went took a while without you know employment, and he was the breadwinner. Mm-hmm. My dad, you know, I was just going into college. He went to Illinois and transferred to Illinois and was in Illinois for six years. So it's just like they did absolutely nothing. And some people could have fell, and, uh, and plenty of other people fell on financial hardships. So it's like I look at relations where it's like money and, and jobs mean nothing because you can lose that for no reason at all mm-hmm. in a heartbeat. And now what's going to hold you together? So I looked at what I bring to a relationship has nothing to do with, I mean, has nothing to do with finances. Right. But so many men feel like that, like finances is like, you know, if I ain't got this exactly right, then, you know, what am I bringing? I don't, it's social media. Mm -hmm. I'm so sick of social media. I know we've talked about this before, but it's like, I think naturally people project what they want. I mean, Mm -hmm. they talk about what they want on their, on their page. But then, like it, like starts people. It makes people think, like, hmm, is this like the standard, like, or is this what it should be? And I had an interesting conversation um, today about just what you choose to share and like how you want to move about, um, like life. Mm-hmm. And in the past, I felt like a, in a lot of situations, I would look for validation from like the people around me, like, oh, what do you think about this guy or what do you think about this? Or what should I do? He did this. What should I do? What in it? Like, since I've stopped that, life is so much like, it's more like I'm making my own decisions mm-hmm. so I can stand behind them. Because there's nothing like making a decision that your friend made and not really knowing why you made a decision. You just make it because, you know, like, she's right. I, or he's right. You know, I should do this. And then you got to stand with the decision and they just live in their life. Because you think about it, it's kind of like data analysis. It's like, when you're taking another person's opinion, they're, make, they're creating almost four data points for your life. Mm-hmm. When it should be an analysis that you make of your situation because now you know why you made them. Exactly. Like I always tell people, when y'all, when people call me for advice, I be like, look, you got to live with it. Mm-hmm. So you can hear me, but you got to live with whatever you decide. I ain't got to deal with it. That's how like male friendships kind of operate. Like, Anybody, any man that has, like, a legitimate group of friends, like, I know, like, women see and think it's nothing but Call of Duty and Madden and bullshit all the time and chasing ass or whatever, whoop-de-whoop. That's, like, on the surface, but, like, when men get together, like, your tight circle, that's, like, almost the only time that you can be transparent and open. Mm -hmm. And there, you only... Most men, you only do that with people you truly trust. Mm-hmm. Be- and the way that they handle it is like you, especially if you've been a part of a lot of team situations, it's almost like a huddle. It's like, hey, a boy is in this situation. Here's my perspective. What's your perspective? What's your perspective? Oh, that's a good idea. And it literally becomes like a team idea of the best way to move forward. And it's always caveat at the end. Be like, hey, this is what we think, but hey, 
do what you do. If that, you know what I'm saying? If it makes you happy, whatever. Because we understand it's chiefly about the other person being happy. Right. And so it kind of makes for, I would almost say any woman that has a man that doesn't have a close circle or doesn't have anywhere to vent or to be, because people move about life wrong. People do a whole bunch of wrong, like literally be wrong in a lot of situations. And a counterpart, like a partner, can't tell you where you're wrong because they're in it too. But somebody on the outside that you trust and their opinion, they'll be the one that tell you, like, man, you shouldn't have said that. Or you shouldn't have did that. You know better than that. Like, whatever. And they ain't going to judge you. They ain't going to whatever. So if a man ain't got no tight homeboys, relationship going to go downhill mm. fast. And also, I think men need to have more platonic female friends. Yeah. That will actually hold them accountable, though. I feel- Not even that. Not even for that. Okay. Because while we was talking earlier, I thought about this. If men have more platonic female friends, mm-hmm. they would be more understanding or more aware or won't be disenchanted by other things that like other lies. I'm going to say like how men talk about lies that women tell. What I mean by that women is lie? all the time. <laughs> so for example like we was talking about the you know the money thing like when we get up here him and how about need a man make this money mm-hmm. if you have platonic friendships with like successful women to where they open up to you i can point out like like a lot of them kind of came through later on but like have been the friend for successful women during their solo period of life mm-hmm. like seeing how hollow they were or seen or better yet seen them in the dating world just hoping and praying that something works out got all everything got all the money in the world got cars good you know houses whatever whoop-de-whoop but they dating life is trash it's Mm -hmm. hell and when you see that for somebody that you don't want anything from when you come across another woman that has it you look at like that don't mean shit like you, you probably just like her like you like all this, you know, you may be showing me is just a facade, or you might be putting on the front, but that doesn't mean everything. Okay, well, let me roll this back. What you want, platonic female friends, so you can say that another woman ain't? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm confused. You remember when we were talking about like, oh, I told you, old boy didn't value himself because mm-hmm. all he valued was money. Mm-hmm. If he spent time around women with money. Like single women with money, oh yeah, but don't want anything from them. Like just truly be there in a friendship manner. Mm-hmm. You see that another, like you just see a similarity in the two. Oh, okay. Like you don't see how like oh she got money she got this she don't need a man. You're like no I got plenty of homegirls with money oh, and stuff like that yeah. that have relationship voids that they're trying to fill. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So gotcha. That's how I kind of got there. Okay, I was like. I was with you, and then I felt like it took a sharp left, and I was like, "Mm." "Cause you got male friends, like yeah, I have like, and I definitely like, I have one like I definitely I call him and I'd be like, okay, literally I start the conversation. Tell me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. I said I'm gonna give you from and like when I tell when I try to go get like advice, like I will literally try to like justify both sides. I'd be like, okay, this is what happened." I think this could have been this, or maybe they thought this. Like, I will literally play, like, both sides to try to give them, like, the fullest picture. Mm-hmm. So, it could be like, April, mm. or nah, April, mm-hmm. this time, you, mm. but I appreciate my uh, platonic male friends. 
especially like like I think that's I didn't know that that was like not a big thing too. Like I I feel like a lot You're of my, like like women having mm-hmm. yeah. like you know you get on social media and you see these people like oh no man that want like no Steve man. Harvey. Sure did, but you know I think that's an older people thing because I had a friend that was a little older and he felt like any man that I was friends with, mm-hmm. he was like nobody wants to just be your friend. I'm like, nah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure these people just want to be my friend. <laughs> like I've I've seen what they've done. Like they- <laughs> like literally, I come right for, if I'm dressed up or something, they'll be like, "You, where you going?" Like <laughs> the funny that you is the funny part. You. <laughs> Like the funny thing, so my birthday was like earlier this week, and like, so I have this thing where like men like to message my friends mm-hmm. instead of me, and so like one of my friends sent me a screenshot. He just is like, somebody says something like, "She fine." Eye rolls. He was like, "Man, people send me stuff like that all the time." <laughs> I'm like, "Why they telling you?" Instead of telling you, listen, they got to put their bread in that in that deal. Listen, baby. I just it's funny. It's funny to watch. I'm just like, hmm. Cause the funny thing is, I think if a nigga put bread in your DMs, that shit would really penetrate through. Like, li- listen, because they had to listen to know that I said that. Right. So if you were to listen to this and you wanted to shoot at April, if you put bread in her DMs, I swear to you, it's gonna get a better reaction than you think. Mm-hmm. I'm giving, give the sauce. Listen, I'm, I'm weak. You giving him the sauce, but they ain't gonna do it. They ain't gonna do it. That's that's fine. That's yeah, fine. Hey, hey, look, they don't deserve it. Exactly. I just be sitting there thinking, like, if you trying to talk to my homeboy, just say that. <laughs> like, <laughs> man. So, okay, we've been rambling, but going on in the world, you know, anything about old girl running for? Not nah, ooh, she ain't running. She's on. Um, Got to be appointed. Yes. So I don't even. Don't give me the line. I literally was talking about how I don't know shit about like government and stuff like that. So is this like an interview process? I think so. So like I too don't know anything about the government. <laughs> so I just have been like, well, who's this black lady? Oh wow, this is nice. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, that's not good. Like <laughs> yeah. Um, so I saw that what Biden was appointing a black woman to Supreme Court. Yes, Supreme Court. Which is like court with like all the fixing. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was so corny. <laughs> What's wrong with us? Now I'm thinking about like anytime it's to be a supreme, it was like supreme pizza, like, got the like, olives like, and exactly. it's caught with olives. <laughs> every type of meat, like goodness. The chili cheese. <laughs> chili cheese. Where you get the fries. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> like a regular Supreme. Let me get Supreme. <laughs> Supreme Court. But, yeah, it's like they're, the everybody's going through and asking her questions. Mm-hmm. And she, like, I saw this post on Instagram basically showing that she's, like, super qualified. Like, mm-hmm. super, more qualified than a lot of people. I think everybody that's already sitting mm-hmm. there. But, like. Uh, she's a black woman, so oh, they're gonna get to it, boy. They were asking her, like, how? What did they ask her? How do you define a woman? Yes, like, how do you define womanhood? <laughs> and so the they, she kind of uh said, oh, this this now this one was a gotcha question. It was like she was like, I really kind of can't, you know, you know, say answer that because I'm not a biologist, right? Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, the Republicans took that and oh, ran with it, right? But in different contexts, different conversations, like, that's actually a correct answer, mm-hmm. you know, because as kind of like Supreme Court, the highest court, you're only using judgments off of the data that's in front of you. Very true. So it's like you collect the data, you take in the information, and then you rule off of You don't create your own bias or whatever. So it's like... She, right. she did good then. Yeah, yeah, she did. But some of them other questions, boy. Did oh you see boy. the racist baby book, whatever? Ted Cruz asked that like, question. I was like, what? About, no, the Negro sigh that she let out when she was asked that question. So they put up the thing on the screen saying like, I forgot she said, do you believe that the baby from this book uh, is born racist? And like the first five seconds she was, <sighs> it was like, oh, I know that name, them pure nigga right there. And as a black woman in the world, like I just was like, I felt like the clips that I've seen, I'm like, this is all of our stories. Mm-hmm. Like you work hard to get to where you're at. You get all the, like do I think everything. she got like Harvard law degree. I mean, like, like yeah. her resume is 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 nice. Oh, somebody said I think she's like the only one to have actually worked as a defendant, uh, a defender of the people or whatever. Like hmm. as, as a as you know a lawyer or whatever. It's actually like defended the public. That's the term I want to use. Overqualified yet being asked all these stupid questions to prove herself. Like it's and it's I'm like man, that's black women at work. Man, and then the craziest thing is just recently, um, Amy Barrett, who's already up there, they didn't even try to trip her up, but one when during her uh not deposition, what is this called? Um hearing, not yeah, really we'll hearing, call whatever. It a hearing. I don't know. Whatever. But anyway, during hers, one of the Republicans asked her, uh, what are the five freedoms? Like freedom of speech, you know, whatever. Free press, blue, blue, blue. She got to four and literally couldn't think of the fifth one. And the fucked up part was that wasn't even supposed to be a question to trip her up. Mm. And yet it's still, she's our, she's in the Supreme Court. Like, passed her on through, white woman. So it's just like, you trying to tell me Amy Barrett doesn't know the things we learned in ninth grade civics class Y'all learn the five, child. But listen, press, religion, speech. Let me tell you. First of all, let me th- let me tell you how Google will mess you up and why you shouldn't depend on Google. I Google five freedoms. I just click this little picture. Mm-hmm. Freedom from hunger and thirst. What? The freedom <laughs> from discomfort. <laughs> like the way I would have failed this test. <laughs> Imagine you sitting up there on the floor and confidently. Like... <laughs> the freedom from hunger and thirst, and it's like, I mean, it should have cued me off that I saw nothing but dogs and cats. <laughs> but like, I don't understand why why I'm seeing animals. They're gonna be like, um, sorry, Miss McDaniel, but I think you need to go back down to Deluxe Court. <laughs> You're not ready for the Supreme Court. <laughs> I was like Deluxe Court. Oh my goodness. Oh man, but I don't know. I guess good luck to her. Because I don't even know. Like I don't know. If they, I don't know if they vote on it. I don't. I have no idea how this works. I probably should have. Like I was gonna look at it, but like like we were saying at the beginning, like we both work. 
Yes. And like, I don't know if y'all be like working, but not working, but we be working. Man, working, working. (laughs) Today, uh, they sent us an email basically saying that we're going to be like, in not so many words, saying, hey, get comfortable at home. You're going to be there for a very long time. Oh, they did? So it was a lot of words. Now, one word that stuck out to me, there was the word permanent in there. And it was too permanent and new norm. So it was basically like on both emails, they were kind of saying like, you're going to be working from home in some capacity, like a lot. Because even if like, so it was like the green light was, hey, if y'all need to come in to meet for something, cool. You can come in and like have a meeting or whatever with, you know, just get approval to come in. But outside of that, get your shit and go. Wow. I went and uh, got me a new monitor from Best Buy. As soon as I seen that, I said, I'm going to have to upgrade this setup. I'm I'm looking at office chairs now and stuff. Man. Like, so I got a 20, I went, I upgraded from a 23 inch to a 27 inch monitor. And now it, it feels like I work in the movie theater. Like it's just, that shit, that shit is like, I'm like, God damn. Like, so I was lucky before we went home. I had, I had three monitors at my desk. Mm-hmm. So one of them stays here. And then I have the other two at my desk, but they just told us, Get ready to come back. Oh, for real? Yeah. Like, um, I just got told I'll be 50%. Damn. They, right. they start y'all out. Because I think other people was 25% or something like that. Like, 50. And, um. So, it's like three days on, two, three, day, three days, one week, two weeks, and two days next? Or Yeah. Well, so, okay. So, the, the overall message that was sent out was. You have to be there at least two days of pay period, uh-huh. which is funny because like during the pandemic, because everybody was working remote, there's people that have moved mm-hmm. like they have like they're nowhere near here. And so now all of a sudden they're like, wait, I got to do what? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I need to start renting out a room. Listen, man, because um, I talked to somebody, um, my coworker, he moved, he lives on the other side of Tennessee, like close to Kentucky. Ooh, I said what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, listen, I'm not a commuter. I'm sorry. Me neither. I'm not. Now, I will say, um, there was a time in my life that I used to commute a little bit to work. And I used to enjoy, like, listening to my podcast and stuff like that on that commute. Like, when I had, like, a little hour. You might never, what's the, like. I would drive, like, an hour, like, into work. It was an hour? What are you? Coming from where I was coming from, yes. Uh, I guess. 59 minutes. Damn, that's long. But it was like, but listening to a podcast, like, but that was, that was when I could like listen and it was enjoyable. Yeah. And like, if the weather's fine and it was a straight shot, I'm just like, oh, this is nice. Mm-hmm. But like, it's either, I either want a longer commute, but I didn't have to drive back though. So that was also the other side. Yeah. But I either want a, a longer commute where I could do something like that or a really short one. I don't want that mid range 25 minutes. Bruh, no, this just sounds terrible. Cause like every every place I've lived since I started my job was all predicated on how close. Well, well, maybe not. Now how close and how easily accessible is Research Park? Mm-hmm. Be like how fast, like, cause it, you know sometimes you get like deep off into like maybe it's the north side or something like that, and you gotta go windy turn. If it takes too long, you to the highway. Mm-mm. 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 So every when I got my house, that I picked that house specifically because I like, oh, boom, boom, research park. There. Mm-hmm. I like, 
something, which turned out to be a great thing in mm-hmm. the end. So, but now I'm also thinking like, if more people are going like 100% remote, I wonder how is that going to affect and change the housing landscape? True. Because now you're more people can move out to like Hazel Green and Meridianville and the, for, I'm sorry, for y'all that's not here, like those, those are like everybody comes into town to go to rest on Arsenal and Meridianville and Hazel Green and stuff, they're like the f- cities over that's further out, but that's where people are like putting their homes there. So. I mean, if you only have to drive so often and then if they have built up those communities where you have everything you need within your area. Mm-hmm. See, my thing is, I just feel like, I don't know. I don't know if I could live out that far. I, I And let me say this. Once I like family house-wise, I feel like I could live out a little further. Mm-hmm. Right now, mm-mm. I need to be in the mix. I almost feel like I'm I'm out far from where things are at now. You are. Okay. I mean, I'm just far from you. And I be in the mix, baby. Okay. I am the party. I can get some. Uh, pretty much, I'm like 17 minutes away from most of what I do. Yeah, I don't think you just got like a. It's just well, it's not even far. It's like it's just a tougher commute because you got to kind of like go around. Yeah. And get into see like it's not really kind of. But hell, anything to go into Madison, you here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, yeah you like unless it goes I actually, on, yeah. I actually don't like going that way more because you hit traffic. It, the yeah. like so Huntsville is growing rapidly, but of course the infrastructure is not built to support the amount of people that's here. So there's lots of construction going on. So not only do the roads not really support the people, but then they got construction going on. Like they just started doing that 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. stuff again on the uh, 565 again. Oh, for real? Yes. And I am a morning workout person. So nothing like pulling out and seeing traffic in the morning. It's just like, oh, okay. You see what was, on, what was a Jeopardy question recently? No, what yesterday? was it? Yeah, the it was, um, I think it was, damn. It was about, oh, oh the category was big cities. And Huntsville came up? Okay. Now, it was the $1,000 question. It was the bottom question. But okay. it was the category was still big cities. Mm-hmm. I was like, they used the term big? Oh, and it said, uh, home of Warner Von Braun and the most populous. Because they used the word, po- the word was populous. I don't know, the highest populous in Alabama or something like that. What up? Huntsville, Alabama. Wow. Did they get it right? Yeah. So, I, I like, yeah, so, so. R.I.P. Alex Trebek, the new Alex Trebek, whoever he is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whoever he is, you knew the answer. And my man, my contestant, you knew the answer. I said, look at us on the map. Mm-hmm. Figuratively and literally. I'm trying to think. I recently told somebody I was in Huntsville and they were like, Georgia? I was like. What? There's not even, I don't, well, I don't I, even. I don't think. There's there a Huntsville, is. Texas. Like, I do yes, know that. Yes, there is. But I just be I forgot. Oh, it was um, it was somebody calling me on my birthday. They were like, "Yeah, you down in Atlanta, right?" I was like, "No, I've never lived in Atlanta." <laughs> um, really far away from me. They're like, "Oh, you in uh?" I was like, "I'm in Huntsville." Like, "Oh, yeah, in Georgia." I said, "No, I'm, I'm in Alabama." Mm-hmm. But most of my family, I'm from the other side of the of the country, so they just like, "This is foreign." I think it's. It's gonna be interesting to see, like, basically, like the identity that Huntsville kind of like grows and gains, because we we can't see ourselves because we're here. But so, for example, it's like Atlanta has an identity, 
Nashville has an identity. Birmingham has an identity. Huntsville is gaining one. Like, I don't know what our reputation is going to be. Like, mm-hmm. what? How do? How are other people going to see us? An you engineer know? city. Like, look, uh, this yeah. is. Literally, it's like. It's and, a mecca. And the wild thing is, like, it's hard to kind of. My mind can't kind of comprehend, like, other cities, like, other big cities not being full of engineers. Like, because that's all we know. I mean, but like, when you think about it, they have like a we're in an aerospace city. Like, I never like people, people use that as a pickup line in the club. Like, yeah, I mean, I do aerospace, like you and everybody else, right? Bruh, they aren't impressive, not impressive at all. Like, wow, look at you looking like you looking, (laughs) looking how you look, right? Dog, I didn't even think about that. You're right. That would 100% not, you're almost expected to be an engineer. Yeah, like if you're not one, like, oh, yeah, my dad's one or, you know, my, my mom or my, my sister, like. Because I think it would almost be like more impressed with somebody to be something outside of engineering. Like. Yeah, I do marketing. Like what? Here? Market what to who? Because have I, have I seen any of your work? Like. Or, I don't know, I'm trying to think. I mean, because you ever see any these doctors and things like that? So, like, I don't yeah. know. I, you know what? I don't ever see any, like, we, and we have a huge, you know, hospital. Like, you're right. We don't ever come across nobody in the medical field at all. Like, I can't remember the last time I ran into a nurse. I don't ever see nobody in scrub. But you know what, though? They got all that money. They live over <laughs> they live the over, other uh, way. Yeah, they live over the mountain over mm-hmm. there. In, uh, what did, uh... Hampton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. They be thinking about their commute because they got a different commute. Oh, yeah. Mm. Huntsville is just really big. I mean, like Huntsville area. Mm-hmm. I used to think Huntsville area was just like A&M and it stopped at like Airport Road and it's, <laughs> it went from Winchester to Airport Road. That yeah, was for it. the blacks it does. <laughs> and, and it's that's what, that's and why you kind of pushing it to Airport Road. Boy, what? Because it's like a, that's like a different area. Like the how people act. Mm-hmm. Like it's very like so I I will go into stores. Now, one thing I do not like, I will walk out of a store if I feel like somebody is like not, like if I walk in and you don't say anything and then somebody walks in behind me uh-huh. that is white and you speak to them immediately, I'll walk out. Right. I used to in my head be like, I'm going to buy something. Proof of, I'm not going to spend a dime here. I would give you a movie, I mean, a TV show reference, but I know you don't get it. Different world. I've seen a different world. When she went in there and bought up all the stuff because the white woman acted like she ain't had no money. And then she ended up taking it back. Okay, I don't remember that exact episode. I'm sure I saw it, though. I haven't watched it recently. Oh, my way. But, but yeah, that's, I mean, to walk into a store. Not trying to be funny. We're both engineers. Walk into a store. And you look at me and think, I'm not speaking to her. She's not buying nothing. Or going to a restaurant mm-hmm. and like a group of black people and like I've heard like people say like you know like you go into a restaurant and service are like oh I don't want to sit them because they're not gonna tip right and then they act as if we're not going to tip and then they don't get a tip because it's like you gave trash service, service. because you expected to not get a tip because you thought you were like waiting a bunch of uh, just a bunch of black people like and the wild thing about that though is like you let your racism blind your like better judgment. Because every 
stat under the sun tells you that nobody spends more money than black people. Man, because we will go and listen. I don't even know. At this point, I think it's just in our DNA, bro. We'd mm-hmm. be. I I don't know. Because we, we don't even see it happen. Like, we don't feel a kind of way about it. Like, at times, we just like, we just doing it. I was cleaning out my purse and I had a, a receipt. And I promise you, it was like a Tuesday night for like $56 at Black. I said, wait a minute. You know how much I wish my receipts for Black was $56? Man, listen. I just was like, but Tuesday? But. But I said, this is Chris money. Yeah. I mean, but I'm giving it back to our people, so it's all good. But I just, on a Tuesday. But yeah, like, oh, but like you said, man, this is, I, I get you on, like, you're not one of the patron places that don't treat you right. And Huntsville does have, like, its areas. And I had to explain to some folks, like, before they got here, I was like, listen, Madison, all inclusive. Like, because everybody's there new. Mm-hmm. So, you can move about freely in Madison. Huntsville, cool, but that's where the blacks at. It's like you said, from Winchester to airport, pretty much. Well, no, from Winchester to university, that's the blacks. As soon as you hit that little gray area, especially yeah. if you go over to that Jones Valley. Man, when you cross over Weisberg and you... So now, but you actually got two white sides of towns, though. You got two white sides. You got the Jones Valley, Grissom area. Mm-hmm. That's like old Ben had money ish kind of money. Like it's a different kind of money. Like Madison would call it new money. Jones Valley area. That's like granddaddy had money, still got the house. We want to keep all the blacks out of our neighborhood. Like that's the kind of shit that's happening over there. Cause those be the kind of places that if some shit go down and there's a black man involved, we look at the black man like, what your ass doing over here? What are you doing over here? Just disturbing these white folks. Like, come on back, dragging their ass back over to Blue Springs where shit makes sense. But then you also got the area, the redneck whites that's up Winchester. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. That is, uh, I went into uh, Tailgaters, I think was the name of the establishment. When that bill it was like the record stop. Walking that motherfucker, it ain't nothing but mullets, baseball, ba- trucker caps, everybody loves Trump, Confederate flags, and I was like, Pfft. I got my gun, but they got theirs too, so it's like, yeah, you know, I think, think I'm just back on about this bitch. Was yeah. that a food place or something? Yeah, it was a restaurant. I, I was just, I was just over there, because I was over there, mm-hmm. and I like, let me get something to eat, you know what I'm saying, before I head back to my side of the mountain. And I just pulled up like I never I like oh, I ain't never seen this whatever do nothing like walking into a place and seeing something like that though but like oh it's just like uncomfortable. Did you watch what's my show called? It was on HBO and they only had one season and it was the like they had like all the spells and the come on all with, the spells the girl Lovecraft Country yes did you watch that yeah. Okay, it's like when they went to that restaurant and they were sitting there and they were like, Oh, yeah, when yeah, they, this ain't <laughs> when she when she ran when she came from the back running. Mm-hmm. Uh, what should say, Get your shit to go, gotta get our shit to go, or so whatever. But yeah, yeah, but it's like crazy that in 2022, it's still places like that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just modern racism, right? And it, but let me tell you, the, like, but also in them areas, did you see a lot of too? 
You see the little milk chocolate babies walking around there. <laughs> like, every, like, cause there was like two older white women look just like I said, look, look country backwoods, whatever. And at that table was two chocolatey babies. Like, hey, bro, it's over where, for y'all. Where you get them from? <laughs> like, nah, no, cause what it was, like, grandma had daughter. Daughter spent a little too much time off Master Lake and saw something that she uh-huh. liked. She like, oh, I gotta give me one of these or two of these. Oh, yeah. And them, them little mixed babies be all down through there. Anyway, man, we said it was gonna give y'all short episodes because we got shit to do also. <laughs> I'm about to hit the gym. I'm about to go to a birthday then. We got Jay Alexander here now. Hey, yeah, we gotta spend too much damn money. On a Thursday night. Bro, look. Double cheek though. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all just, uh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll be clothed. Y'all, uh, y'all living a uh, luxury talk. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Right. With my vlog. I will take you guys to Jay Alexander. I had this martini. It was so good. <laughs> Bro, the funny thing is, it's like every 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 black woman on luxury talk, when they take you through the walk of whatever they're going through, it's the the funny part is it's the same cadence, it's the same like inflection. I don't know who coined I, I don't know why they I, I don't know where we get this from, but I've only seen two where they like get in there and really just tell the truth. Where they be like, Man, I got this drink, this shit sucked. And I couldn't taste the alcohol or whatever. Ooh. My food was cold. What did book do? No, I don't know. It's just that, it's that. Did you see my reel from when I changed my air filter? Nah, I started watching. I finished it. I have to show you afterwards. Yeah, it was. You gonna do do a, do a, do the luxury talk for the for the people? I'm gonna do it now. Now I gotta do it. I'm nah, I, like, no, I'm dead ass serious. I want you to cut the voiceover and all that shit. <laughs> that's gonna be my real. It's gonna be by the time this gets posted, this is my real gonna be up because that's gonna be my my real today. I Get bet. ready with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. One more thing. One more thing. Okay, I'm sorry. I know I told y'all I go let y'all go, but I gotta tell you this. It's this dude on TikTok. I can't tell you his name. I have no idea, but I watch him every day. It literally is a, a guy that's in like a straight guy that does fashion. Like he does an outfit a day. Get ready with me, or whatever. The the wildest thing is my. I am a fan of his, but every outfit he puts together, I absolutely hate. I would never wear it. But it's the quality of his videos. It's his, it it is his his, his like detail of like he's gonna show you the fray of the jeans. He's gonna show you the label. Like this is the so and so shirt I'm wearing. I'm gonna put these loafers with it. I'm gonna keep it monochrome. I'm gonna wear these rings. This is my scent for the day. I'm gonna do. He stepped back. I'm like trash but i appreciate you entertaining me for these three minutes nothing three minutes nothing like a trash outfit okay one more thing (laughs) for my birthday i was trying to find some last minute shoes because it wouldn't be me if i'm not trying to find stuff on the day that i'm having my dinner uh and i found some shoes and this man at a store i don't because i don't know if he listened he had like the worst outfit telling me how some shoes weren't gonna really (laughs) do it and i was looking at him like you're qualified, <laughs> sir. Like, if I could remember the outfit, it was just, I don't even remember them shoes. Like, they almost look like lugs, like some side on shooting. Like, not lugs was like the, the boots. Lugs was boots. Yeah, but like, okay, so maybe I don't know what these shoes were called, but like, nothing about the outfit said 
he knows what he's talking he, about. Hey, he also, knows fashion. Like if I was out and I, he'd be like, "Well, you look good," I'd be like, "Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> what I do wrong?" <laughs> All right, y'all, man. We go, man. We leave it on that one, man. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>